I really never know how to start these intros to podcasts, so I'm just going to start by saying, hey, I'm back. The hiatus of the podcast is starting to come to an end, and this is going to be a new season of The Vibe Within, and it's going to be a new energy. It's going to be a new season of life. I'm going to be coming to this podcast with a different uh, purpose, let's say purpose, and I'm going to be more honest with what I'm actually going through in my life, and we're going to have some different conversations, definitely more conversations around microdosing and deep mental health issues and healing trauma and all of the things, but here I am. This is the first episode of this new season of my podcast, and I'm sitting here on my floor in my apartment that I somehow manifested, and I am still pretty much in shock and disbelief because I went through my entire adult life never having um, that safe feeling that I was craving. I never felt like I had a real home that I felt comfortable in. I never felt like I had a place to go that felt um, clean and, and safe and peaceful. Every home or apartment or living situation that I have lived through in my adult life from age, you know, actually more like age 12 to 32... Um, was chaotic, didn't feel grounded, didn't feel comfortable, didn't feel safe. It didn't, it didn't feel like, um, a living environment that all of my friends had or, you know, I really, a lot of my trauma has to do with root chakra, living situations, homelessness, toxic relationships and a lot of toxic roommate situations and friendships and it's just so messy and so for so many years I truly believed that I was never going to manifest an apartment of my own and somehow I manifested an apartment and I moved into my friend's apartment who she had a baby recently and she couldn't have her studio apartment anymore in Miami and for some crazy reason the universe or God or spirit allowed this apartment to become mine and um, it feels right for the first time in my life I feel safe for the first time in my life I feel like I can start to really focus on healing my nervous system And it's really paralyzing, to be honest, because when you go through life in fight-or-flight mode nonstop for over 20 years of your life, when you slowly step out of it into a safe space where you're really safe, you're alone. It's just me and my cat, you know? I'm not living with toxic family members anymore. I'm not living in in an abusive and toxic and narcissistic household anymore. Um, And I was living in that on and off since before COVID, you know. 
since a, a few months before COVID. So that's like a solid three years on and off. I took some breaks. I traveled. I, you know, escapism. That That is what my life was. And it wasn't just for the time that I lived with toxic family members. This, this escapism energy, this fight or flight, this constantly um, trying to flee and find safety. And the way that I found safety and escapism was through toxic behaviors, toxic relationships, to take my, my mind away from my suffering, to take my mind away from the pain, and to take my mind away from the fuckery that was my life. Um, you know, drugs, drinking, partying, my relapse, uh, my drug relapse in 2019 really was when my life took a turn. And that is when I had to leave Miami because I lost my apartment. And um, yeah, I went, I went to Philly and I, and I just fully relapsed on drugs, all sorts of drugs. And I lived with a very toxic person who was a drug dealer and a drug addict and my life crumbled, you know, I lost everything that I had in Miami. And that, um, that was really the time of my life that my fight or flight survival mode really kicked in. And it was the worst it's ever been. I was, I was, le I was legit homeless. Um, and that kind of homelessness trauma really, really st stuck with me. And it felt so similar to how I felt in my childhood, you know, and in my teens and in my 20s through college. I, I never felt like I had a home. I never felt like my dad's apartment in, in New Jersey was my home. I never felt like my mom's house in Florida was my home because she lived with or she lives with uh, her husband, who is a narcissistic abuser, um, both physically, emotionally, mentally, manipulative. Um, and I never thought in a million years that I would have to move in there with my mom and my stepdad, but I had to at some point, and then COVID happened, and I know that everything happens for a reason, but what I really want to talk about today is how our bodies, things are going to start catching up to us. You know, living in a constant perpetual state of, of survival mode, of escapism, of fight or flight, that impacts the nervous system so deeply and we forget what it feels like to feel safe because we're so used to being in this constant constant energy. It's like a frantic, chaotic, um, really buzzy energy that's constantly trying to grasp for something or someone or a different experience to latch on to any kind of safety or peace or comfort or relief. Uh, and what I'm starting to realize, especially in, um, in therapy and doing all this trauma work, is that a lot of my mental health issues, like my depression and my eating disorder and my OCD and all of these things are rooted in this trauma that, I, that I've lived with 
from teenage years, you know, all the way through my 32nd year. I'm, I'm 33 years old now, and I'm just starting to come out of the the survival mode. And so when I moved back to Miami um, about a month ago, I think it has been like literally a month since I've been back, uh, I it was explaining it to my therapist as if I felt like I got whiplash. And it's it's as if the the past 20 years of my life, and especially the last like five or six years of my life, just caught up to me and hit me. And I have that energetic, emotional whiplash of the trauma. And now my my body is is in shock because I haven't experienced safety since I was a child. Uh, since before I was, you know, 11 or 12 years old. And so this is really jarring to my system. And it's hard to believe that this is safe. Because when you have been in that survival mode for so long, you don't trust things. You don't, you think, you're, you're just always in that hypervigilant state of, when is the other shoe going to drop? This is too good to be true. This is going to end. I remember when I moved back to Miami the, fir- the the second time in summer of 2021, and I moved in with a roommate in a nice high-rise. I Something felt off, and I when I moved in, I, I had this really, really overwhelming, anxious, panicked feeling, and I I sort of knew that something was going to happen, but I was trying to tell myself, no, that's just your hypervigilance, that's just your anxiety, that, like, just trust that this is, this is a great, you know, opportunity, and this is safe, and believe me, I really did, I tried to believe that it was safe, but it didn't turn out to be a, a permanent living situation, and it turned out to, to not end well, unfortunately, and that led me to have to leave Miami again a few months later. Um, so this is this is really hard for me to trust that this is my life and this is the life that I've manifested. And there's a lot of manifestation work out there. Some of the, the work that I've kind of done and listened to a lot is uh, Lacey Phillips' manifestation work, and she has the Expanded podcast, and... You know, I've kind of gone through that whole process of, like, the way that she kind of creates her manifestation process. It, it resonates with me and, you know, going through periods of darkness where nothing comes through, going through periods of, it's called the magic dark, you know, going through periods of time where you just feel like, nothing is ever going to come through. And that's how I felt for months and months and months living at my mom's in the toxic dynamic, being gaslit, being made to feel like I was the crazy one. And of course, that just fueled my eating disorder and my anxiety and my depression and my misery. And it just continued to feed the fuel of the trauma because I was living in the same traumatic experience dynamic 
that I lived in when I was a teenager. And that dynamic is what, you know, caused a lot of my mental health issues to surf, like to be created. So they were resurfacing as I was in my Saturn return, you know, my late 20s and my early 30s. So it was really like a full circle kind of experience. And I think it needed to happen because now that I am finally in a safe place, I can I can have a lot of gratitude that, um, you know, the, the amount of gratitude that I have is what's keeping me going. But I do want to also say that even when you do, like, manifest that, that thing that you've wanted for your whole life, like, for me, it's, I've been wanting to live in a nice luxury high-rise building and have my own apartment, but that's something that I dreamed of for all of my adult life, you know, just having my own apartment. And I felt like it just wasn't in the cards for me. Like it, it just wasn't going to happen for me that that's, that's, that's what other people get, you know, I'm, and I was living in scarcity mindset and I was living in lack mentality and I was living in my trauma and I was living in my like poor person mentality. And that's because that's how my parents grew up, you know, like they still are living in lack mentality. And, and I've, it's rubbed off on me (laughs) really, really. And I'm trying to make it so that I'm living my life. I'm not living my parents' life. I'm not living by their money rules. I'm not living by the rules that they grew up with of how to make money and how to work and how to have a career. And I think burnout is so accepted. And and I think after years and years, and if, if you can relate to this, living, you know, years and years in fight or flight mode, living in that survival mode, living in that escapism of the trauma mode then once you do get out of it and maybe maybe you are in a safe environment now like maybe you can relate to this like what i was saying before it felt it feels like whiplash and now i'm sitting in my life and everything has caught up to me and my body is starting to hurt and i'm feeling a lot of physical symptoms and I think it's because I physically really pushed myself to my limit to to the extreme when I was living in those fight or flight weird living experiences you know um, at my mom's with toxic boyfriends with toxic roommates traveling again escapism is different than like the nomad life, you know? Uh, the nomad life, the digital nomad life, that's that's cool. People are doing that and enjoying their lives and they feel safe and they feel secure and they're, they're having fun and they're meeting people. Um, escapism is different. Escapism has a fear-based energy, a very chaotic and frantic and haphazard energy. And that is what I am healing from and it is so fucking deep. Real quick before I get deeper into this episode, I want to talk to you guys about my sponsor for this podcast, BetterHelp. You guys know how much I love therapy. I have been in therapy for several years, but I've been using BetterHelp for about three years and I love my therapist. She's amazing. 
Uh, so I'm very happy that BetterHelp has, you know, sponsored this podcast. And out of all of my sponsors, I got to be real, BetterHelp is my favorite because I actually use them every day, every week. Um, I have a great relationship with just the experience. And, you know, my therapist has helped me through so much the last couple years. And BetterHelp is very, very easy. You don't have to do it. Um, you don't have to do it. You know, you don't have to go to a, a freaking office. You don't have to take a drive. You don't have to take an Uber or a Lyft. You can just do it from the privacy of your own home or wherever you're traveling. You can do it video. You can do um, just an audio call if you're not comfortable doing video or you can do the messaging. And you can also message your therapist whenever you need to. There's also a journal feature, which I love because journaling and typing all of that stuff out of your head is so helpful. Um, so join over 2 million people who are using BetterHelp. That is crazy, 2 million people. Um, it has helped me so much just having someone on your side and having that outside perspective who is not going to judge you. Um, they're not going to hold anything over your head. They don't know um, any anything, any secrets that you tell them. They're not going to ever hold that against you. And that's what I love about my therapist. I could tell her the worst things I've ever done and she's not going to to judge me. Um, she's been very helpful with everything that I've gone through with, you know, the relationship with my mom and healing and, and everything like that. And she does EMDR. So you can find a therapist who matches your personal needs, whether it's addiction, uh, substance abuse, trauma, eating disorders, relationship issues, you can find the perfect therapist and you can change the therapist as many times as you need. Uh, no charge, and it's super easy to, to navigate the app. So all you're going to do is go to betterhelp.com slash vibe for a discount, and that will get you a nice discount on your first month of therapy. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash vibe. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash vibe for a 10% off discount your first month of online counseling. And I hope you do it because we all we all really need support. And if you haven't tried therapy yet, this is going to help you so much. Betterhelp.com slash vibe. So burnout is going to catch up to us eventually. And I think burnout really does coincide with identity crisis for me at least because when you're so burned out from the perpetual crazy chaotic life experiences that you're going through you lose yourself you literally lose yourself and you have no fucking clue who you are anymore and that burnout leads to an identity crumble your identity just disappears, and for me, that um, that meant like not teaching yoga anymore and becoming this angry, depressed person because I was living in in an unhealthy and toxic environment. You know, living at my mom's with her husband and not having any friends. And when you don't have real human connection with people who actually know you for the for the good that you are, you forget who you are quickly. You forget who the fuck you are because you're not surrounded by anyone who actually knows the good that you bring. And, and I, 
a lot of my identity was and is still wrapped up in me being a yoga teacher because I felt like that was the only thing that I had to offer, um, you know, other than the podcast. But like even recently, I felt like the podcast, I, I just needed to take a break from it because I felt like who the fuck am I to have a podcast talking about, you know, healing and mental health when my life is crumbling and I'm living at home and I and I knew that I wasn't the only one the only millennial living at home I knew that there's so many people in their late 20s and 30s who are living at home in not the best living dynamics not they're not living with people they want to live with and even though I knew that deep down it it like it made me feel unworthy. It made me feel like nobody's going to give a fuck what I have to say. And I should just become small and disappear. And that's what I did. I, and unfortunately, that is what I did. I literally hid and became small. And I, I isolated myself to the point where my mental health truly, truly reached an ungodly hell. And... It was hell on earth for me, and I really had to go through the depths and the darkness of hell in order to come out of it, and I think when you go through that, maybe at some point the universe or God or spirit or whatever it is that you believe in just starts to throw you a bone, and maybe that is the bone that I was tossed with this apartment because I could not imagine living another month there. I was becoming suicidal. So I don't want to say like, oh, you have to just reach your limit and want to kill yourself and then the universe is going to, you know, manifest something for you. You're, you're going to manifest something with the universe. I don't think that's how it works, but I think there is something to be said about reaching your deepest, darkest depths of... Uh, suffering and for a little while while I was there I was like okay this is what my life's gonna be I might as well surrender and just you know kind of like die into this life so I I've, I felt dead inside and I was living a life that I hated and in order to heal that energy like to not feel dead inside anymore that doesn't that doesn't happen overnight so now that I'm here in Miami, I'm trying to heal that energy of like feeling dead inside, even though I know that now my life is amazing and it's I have the apartment and I I have my cat here and he's he's healthy and he's doing okay and he's, you know, he's he's not as sick as he used to be and I have I have a roof over my head and I have food and I have money and I I have a, a bed with a bed frame and like I I was I was sleeping on on a tiny little twin mattress at my mom's that was so uncomfortable just the fact that I have a bed frame like it's it's literally the smallest things that I am grateful for at this point the fact that I have my own little tiny kitchen that I can cook in and and be in safety and peace and prepare my meals it's just these small mundane things that people take for granted, you know, and I, 
am so burned out that I haven't been able to record this episode and it got to the point where I was starting to realize that the reason I feel dead inside, you guys, is because I was like my throat chakra has been shutting down and it has been dying, literally. And so I had to force myself to rip off that band-aid. It's like I I was visualizing myself actually, like I saw this this visualization of like myself with like tape over my mouth and how living in a an environment that silences you and gaslights you and makes you feel like you're crazy, that is like wrapping tape around your mouth and you're never allowed to express yourself. And the opposite of healing and the opposite of depression and anxiety is safety and expression. And that's the main thing that I'm starting to realize is, well, if I want to heal my nervous system, I need to find the proper outlets and the proper channels where I can express myself and channel that chaotic energy of my eating disorder and my and just the depression and the anxiety and creativity. Creativity is is a huge part of of healing and when you're living in an environment that you're running away from that you don't feel safe in, that you feel stuck in, your priorities are not creativity and expression and, you know, like it's these and connection, you know, your your priorities are just surviving that day and getting through that really toxic time of your life and getting through that relationship or that terrible, terrible experience that you're going through. So living in a safe space is such a luxury and such a privilege, I'm realizing, that I never experienced in my adult life. And now that I'm experiencing it, it's like, holy shit, I'm starting to realize, okay, so I lost myself. I totally lost myself these last several years. So what is it going to take for me to find myself and reclaim my identity? And it's starting from scratch. You know, you're, I am literally starting from scratch. I, I'm starting from scratch when it comes to friends. I don't, I don't feel like I have any real friends here in Miami. Um, I'm not teaching at this moment, but hopefully I will be teaching soon at Equinox again. It just takes kind of long, it's a long process to be rehired there. And even though I am in the process of being rehired, I'm, you know, it's not tomorrow that I'm going to be teaching yoga there. So I, I've been trying to find different outlets and things that will awaken me and shake me out of this perpetual darkness of feeling dead inside and feeling worthless and feeling useless and feeling like I'm too damaged and I'm too much and, and nobody will ever be able to be my friend or handle me or tolerate me or date me. Like These are the stories that I am constantly working through in therapy and it's not cute (laughs) like I don't think that um, I would want to be friends with somebody who thinks they're worthless and a piece of shit and and I don't think these things about myself all the time I think it's such a subtle energy that has been ingrained in me 
from the trauma and it's it's ingrained in the nervous system so like i am start i, I my my self esteem and my confidence is a lot better um now that i'm sober and that i'm taking care of myself and i have my self care routines and my biohacking routines and my rituals and i know the things that bring me peace and bring me calm energy right but within that I have also really lost myself and my ability to, to connect with others. It feels like I'm an alien sometimes walking around because it feels like I am just sitting on the on the sidelines, like watching other people live their lives. And I'm I'm watching other people enjoy their lives and go about their lives and be with others and have fun and be happy. And for some reason it just feels like my natural setting of energy or mood is constantly set at this like depression volume you know like I'm just that's just who I am and like the trauma and the years of living in that constant unsafe energy has like just ingrained in my being and now I have to undo all of that and and I was I was talking to my therapist about this, um, you know, so many years of like being silenced, you know, and, and now I have all of this space and I have this apartment and this safety and this peace and I haven't wanted to record the podcast and it's like so ironic because I am not being silenced here, you know, nobody's telling me to shut up, like, like my stepdad did, you know, he, he, he literally would tell me to shut the fuck up or, you know, like, like the things he would say to me were, were vile and, and just evil. Nobody's treating me like that here. I have all of the space and the time to record this podcast, but for some reason it just all caught up to me. And I think it's just from that perpetual silencing, you know, my nervous system needed a break and needed, you know, this, this season is meant for, like, this season of my life, this chapter of my life is meant for deep, deep inward healing, retreat, processing, reflection, um, going slower. Like, <laughs> because, again, the the whole energy of fight or flight mode, it's fast, it's quick, it's escape, it's run, it's fleet, you know, it's you're you're on the go your energy's on the go you can never calm down and even even when i was like taking a yin yoga class you know i couldn't calm down um i just never felt safe i never felt okay i never felt like i could just the only time i felt okay was like when they left the house to go out or you know like that's just not a way to live so when i'm here now in safety and maybe you guys can relate to this, it's like every single day you have to remember and remind yourself, oh my god, okay, I'm safe now. <sighs> you know, like it's like that constant reminding, reminding yourself over and over and over again, thousands of times a week, multiple times a day, every single day that I wake up, I don't have to run and hide you know, and I was running and hiding 
for 24 hours a day, seven days a week, for 20 years of my life, it felt like, you know? And so I came up with this, this like, concept, I guess. I don't know if you guys have seen the movie Fifty First Dates, but um, at the end, you know how she, every single day, she has to watch the tape. She has to watch the, the tape that reminds her of who she is and who her family is and look, you were in this accident, and now you don't remember things, and that is how I feel. I feel like every single day I have to remind myself and replay the tape of, hey, you're in your apartment now. You're safe. You have a safe place. You don't have to run. You don't have to hide. This is who you are. You can feel okay. You're allowed to feel happy. You're allowed to feel safe. You're allowed to embrace this peaceful energy. You're allowed to heal. You're allowed to talk to people. Like, I mean, I felt like a caged animal for so many years of my life, and especially in those toxic relationships that I was in. I felt like I was just indespicable, you know, like unacceptable, and just something is wrong with you, and something is wrong, and, and you know, and it's like these guys that I was dating were like literal uh, broke, poor men who had like no jobs or they were alcoholics or they were drug addicts or drug dealers and I was taking the things that they were saying to me at face value like I was like taking it as if what they were saying was true so you know it takes a lot of undoing there and a lot of unlearning because why was I taking the things that they were saying about my character and my identity so seriously. It's because I was silenced all my childhood. I was gaslit. I was told that I was the crazy one. I was told that I was angry and bitter and that my truth was my truth was denied and my feelings were not met. My my emotions were not heard. I was not allowed to be angry. I was not allowed to feel unsafe. I was not allowed to express myself. I was not allowed to do these things because it, um, it was damaging to the adults, right? And they didn't know how to handle my truth and my honesty, so they just spun it around and would tell me that I was the wrong one. You know, I was the one out of line. So again, it's like, you know, when you spend so many of your, your adolescent and your forming years of your, your 20s, they form your identity, you know, like, I was not sure of who I was in my 20s because I was constantly on drugs or having toxic sex or, you know, partying or working. I, I also inherited my workaholic, my workaholicism uh, from my dad, so I was constantly bartending or waitressing and working doubles and going to school, and it was just like, now, I'm 33 years old and I'm able to sit down and not have to run and hide and rush through life. You know, I think there's something to be said about slowing down and allowing ourselves to slow down and giving ourselves the time in this chapter of our lives to hit the reset button and not just reset, like, your energy, but, like, reset your cells, your nervous system, the things that bring you joy, I mean, the things that bring you 
energy, meeting new people, figuring out what what activities and what hobbies you're you're not into anymore. You're growing out of things. People grow apart too. So so people can definitely grow out of hobbies and interests. You know, relationships end. So you know, I'm not I'm not going to be the same person and into the same things that I was when I was in my early 20s. So that's what I really wanted to talk about today is just this overlap of burnout, of the nervous system, of figuring out who we are, of losing ourselves and going back to basics, you know, like just trying to find a way to be okay with a slower paced life and embracing the basics of life and finding gratitude and magic in in the just the mundane of life you know my my life right now I don't have any real friends here and it's the truth like I have a, I thought I had a couple of friends here I've been here for over a month and one of my friends just continued to blow me off or not answer my texts or, you know, like when you get blown off enough times and it's just to go like meet up for coffee, it's like I'm just done, you know. I think it's it's like an ultimate fuck it moment where it's like fuck it, I just, I need to focus on myself, I need to focus on my healing, I need to focus on my body, on my mind. And eventually I'm going to come out of this isolation and connect with people and, and, and the people that I connect with will, will be the right people. Um, I don't want to make this episode crazy long, but I, I went to a sound bath last week. I found a sound bath event on Eventbrite. I just like went on Eventbrite and just searched sound bath because I was desperate. And I went alone. And, I, and that is... That is a solo date, and solo dates are so healing, and I went, I didn't know anybody there, I went alone, I went to the sound bath, I enjoyed the sound bath, I felt the healing, I talked to a few people, I met the owner of of the studio, and you know, it's like little things like that, just getting out of your comfort zone, and buying a ticket, and going to a thing, and going on a solo date, those are the ways that you're going to you know, get out of that, um, isolation. So I'm going to leave it there. I hope this episode resonated with you and I hope that you enjoy this new season of the podcast. I'm going to have Chelsea back on soon because you guys love that episode with her and we're going to talk about mushrooms again. We're going to talk about where we're at in our mental health journey. Um, and like the nitty gritty of like where we are with our microdosing and trauma and thought processes and friendships and you know losing friends making friends just all of it so you know stick around i am back and i'm going to try to be more consistent with this podcast and if you enjoyed the podcast please share it with a friend or a family member or you can share it in your stories or you know send the link to people and if you haven't rated it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify um please go do that it really helps the podcast thrive you know this has been my creative 
baby since 2018, and now we're in 2023, so it's been, you know, over a few years now, and um, I am just grateful that you guys are here if you've made it this far and made it to the end of this episode, so um, we will connect soon. If you want to connect over on Instagram, my Instagram is gabloveflow. Hit me with any questions you have about microdosing, mushrooms, all the things. All right. MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.